Welcome back to Mooney Birth Stories. This episode features Anna Mabui from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, who will be sharing her pregnancy and birth story of her daughter, Eliza. Her birth was a hospital birth with an epidural, um, but the epidural didn't quite work for her. Hi, Anna. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show. Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself to get started? Okay. So my name is Anna Mabui. I am 28 years old. I played a little bit of university basketball and um, I live in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I'm all done school and all that stuff. And yeah, I just had my first baby girl at the beginning of 2021. Um, I'm dating Kent right now, Kent McEwen. We've been together for four years and yeah, things have been great. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Awesome. Um, let's hear about when you got pregnant with your daughter. Um, I believe I got pregnant back in May, I believe it was, maybe April, May of 2020. Um, we definitely were not trying. I was actually on birth control at the time that I got pregnant. So um, I think it was about, I would say maybe three weeks into my pill, I was going to start my next pack, getting ready to start my sugar pills. And it was May long weekend. And I had a girlfriend over. We we're having a couple of drinks and just relaxing around the house. And I felt really weird that next morning. It wasn't like your regular hangover. It just, I just felt off. And um, I wish I would have picked up on signs earlier on because I would say things like, oh, like my chest is hurting or I could smell Kent's cologne and it was really strong. It was giving me headaches. So then finally that Sunday, I ended up taking a pregnancy test at about 9 p.m. and not thinking anything of it, took the test. I saw the first pink line. I thought, oh, perfect, negative. So I set it down. I went to flush the toilet, wash my hands. As I grabbed the test to throw it in the garbage, I looked at it and it was two strong pink lines and I just about fell to the floor. <laughs> so that's basically basically the story how I got pregnant. And then I just called Kent in a panic and and yeah. Yeah. How did he react? He's very um, uh, stoic with his emotions. He was just kind of like, okay, um, sounds good. All right. Well, uh, he's like, don't worry about it, but I need to get to bed. So we'll talk about it tomorrow. And he just kind of, that was kind of it. That was kind of how he dealt with it. But um, once it kind of sank in, we were really excited about it. Yeah. Awesome. How long would you say it took for, for it to sink in for you? I would say up until the day that I was ready to give birth. It took, like, I could not believe it. And I think it's also because I took a long time to show. I didn't really have a bump or anything till I was about halfway through my seventh month of pregnancy. Then I started to have a bump. So it took me a while for it to sink in. Like, sometimes I would do things and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. Mm. You know, or I'd get dressed and I'm like, oh, wow, that's so weird. I'm pregnant. Like, it took a long time for it to sink in. Yeah. Um, how was the pregnancy? How, how did you feel? Um, I had a really smooth pregnancy, thankfully. Um, everything went really um, easy, no complications or anything like that. Um, I would say I had a ton of round ligament pain starting at month four, and that kind of went all the way through up until I gave birth. Um, but for the most part, I had a really, really easy and smooth pregnancy. So that was that was nice. Mm -hmm. Um and how were you feeling about birth? Did you have any sort of plan or hopes for your birth? Honestly, I went in it just open-minded. I'm very type A and I like to have control over things. And this was just something that I just somewhat had no control over. And so going into birth, I just, I didn't want to have any plans. I didn't want to 
be too prepared because I know if it didn't go as I planned, I would have a complete meltdown. So I kind of just went into it open-minded, let my body do what it was going to do. And yeah, I didn't watch any videos or anything like that. I had a friend that kept trying to show me videos every time I'd get together with her. And I said, I swear if you show me a video, I'm going to throw your phone on the ground. (laughs) But yeah, no, I just I just went in it completely open-minded. I had no plan. And I'm really happy that I did it that way because had I had those plans and I didn't go accordingly, I think I would have been a little bit more um a little bit more anxious, I think. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, who was your care provider for your pregnancy? Did you have an OB or a midwife? Um, I had an OB. Um, she was great. Um, I think I think her name was Miss Dr. Olson, I believe her name was. She was absolutely phenomenal. I definitely think that next baby that we have, I'll definitely get back on, get back with her for that. Awesome. All right. Well, let's hear about the end of your pregnancy and, and how labor ended up starting and going for you. So for me, well, I have a little bit of story towards my labor. Um, my mom, actually, I was trying to get her to, I wanted her to be there for the birth. I wanted my mom and Kent there in the room with me. Um, my mom actually booked her flight to come for January 15th. My due date was the 17th. And something in my gut, I just kept saying, I feel like this baby's going to come early. And I told my mom, you need to change your flight because I feel like this baby's going to come like before you even get here. And so she ended up switching her flight up to the 13th. But then that night we had a blizzard and she had to stay in Calgary for the night. So she actually didn't make it into town until the 14th around 8 p.m. And then that, as soon as we got home from the airport, we were kind of getting settled and I was heading up the stairs and I started feeling like, is my water breaking? And so by midnight, the 14th, going into the 15th midnight, sure enough, called the hospital, explained to them what kind of how I've been feeling, what's been going on. The, the nurse was like, yep, I think you should bring your bags and come in. And it was quick. It was a really fast labor. I think we got into the hospital around midnight. Um, they were doing some tests on me when we got there. And then uh, once they're like, yep, okay, that is definitely, um, what's that? What's the liquid called in your belly? Amniotic fluid. Yeah, that's what it is. So they're like, okay, yeah, that's definitely amniotic fluid. Um, We're going to admit you right now. So by that time, it was about 1.30. So while I was waiting for my room to get ready, my mom was at the hospital with us. So Kent sent her home. He was like, we'll get our bags. You go home. Then I started bouncing around on the on that medicine ball just because my contractions were getting a little bit uncomfortable. And then probably about 3.18, I was timing my contractions was every five minutes. So about 3.18 a.m., water breaks. Kent calls my mom in a panic. My mom's thinking the baby is coming right now. So she basically got home, turned back around. Um, and then around 4.30, we were admitted into my room. I got my epidural, took a quick three-hour nap. And then around 7.38, my doctor came in. She um, was like, okay, yeah, you're at a six centimeters dilated. I'm I'm at the clinic today, but I'll be back around noon and we're going to have this baby. And I was like, all right, great, awesome. Let me just have some breakfast, go back to bed a little bit. That did not happen. At about 9.30, I would say, I went from a six to a 10. And I was just like, I was just contracting every single minute. Like I could not catch my breath. And with the epidural, I didn't realize that like you could administer yourself as much as you needed. So once I got that epidural at 4.30, that's all I really had. So I felt absolutely every single thing. It was excruciating. So the epidural wasn't working then? I don't think it worked for me because I could still, like I was numb, but I could still feel pain, if that makes sense. Like I was Mm -hmm. numb to the touch. Oh, but it just not enough. 
just not enough. Yeah. So um, my contractions were really, really strong. They're coming, coming really fast. And basically they had to call the doctor. She literally just turned right back around, came back to the hospital. I had to wait for her, but I was ready to push. And I kept saying, I need to push. I need to push. The nurse was like, you cannot push. You need to wait. So that was really tough. That felt like the longest five minutes of my life. Then the doctor came rushing in at about 10 or just after 10. And then from 10.20 to 10.45, I pushed and she was out. And um, she still had no name when she was out. I looked at Kent. It was about 30 minutes, I think, of her on my chest. And I looked at Kent and I said, oh my gosh, she doesn't have a name. We had a list of names, but we just couldn't figure out which one we wanted. And then once we took a look at her, we were like, yep, her name's Eliza. So that was my birth story. Wow, that happened fast. (laughs) It happened very fast. Very, very fast. So it was about 10 hours of labor, I'd say, and then 25 minutes of pushing. Wow. And so how did you feel, like, how how was the first little while right after she came out? To be honest, I was just so, the the feeling you have after you have a baby, you're just like, you're just on cloud nine. Like, I don't even, I feel like I blacked out after I had her. Like, I don't really remember much of after. I just couldn't even believe that I just had a baby. Like, it just felt so surreal. I felt like I was dreaming. But um, it was the nighttime too. Like I, I had to get used to that too because when we would be sleeping and she'd wake up to for a feed, like her crying would freak me out. And I'm like, oh my god, that's my baby. Like, mm-hmm. so it took it took a little bit of time to get used to. But once we got home and kind of got settled in, it was it, it was nice. Yeah. Um. So at the end of your birth, did you feel pretty happy with your birth? It all went well yeah i was yeah absolutely i was very very happy with how my birth went i'm just really thankful that um everything went smoothly and um she came out healthy and so yeah it, it went really really well better than i could have even planned for it to go so mm-hmm. uh and how was the postpartum period for you postpartum wasn't bad i recovered really well um it was a quick recovery for me i think about 2 or 3 weeks recovery but um it i think from birth, like my back has my lower back, I find is always really sore easily. Or if I'm doing something for too long or standing for a certain way for too long, my lower back has been um, a little bit sore. And then also, I never really expected the emotional part of postpartum. Like I wasn't emotional, like crying all the time, but I definitely experienced some postpartum anxiety. And at first I kind of brushed it off like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But then by month two or three, I was like, okay, I'm I'm definitely experienced postpartum anxiety. I just feel like I had anxiety in terms of how long the nights were about to be. Like every time I'd get ready for bedtime, I'm like, oh my God, I have a long night ahead of me of feedings. Mm-hmm. Like I have a long night of not sleeping. Like going to bed, I would just dread it because I just knew how long that's, that was going to be. And then also too, like my mom would just say, rest when she rests, rest when she rests. But then when she would be resting and I want to have a nap, I'm like, oh, should I eat? Should I shower? I'm like, okay, she's been sleeping for an hour. She might, ha- I might have like 45 more minutes left. Okay, well, if I close my eyes right now, I might have like a quick 10 minutes. You know, I started counting down the time that mm-hmm. I had. So that wasn't healthy for me, but I'm a lot better now. Um, I'm glad that I kind of realized what was going on. But yeah, I would say the first the first few months with the postpartum anxiety was definitely a little bit rough. And is there anything that you did to help improve that for yourself? I just kept having to have that, like talking to myself and reminding myself, it's okay, just breathe. You'll get through this. It's not the end of the world if 
if, you know, if she sleeps for an hour and you don't get to nap, like just, I had to just remind myself to let her do what she was going to do Mm -hmm. um, as a baby. So, and I just kept reminding myself that this phase of this newborn phase, it was just temporary. I wasn't going to feel like this forever. So um, that's kind of what I did. Just a lot of Mm self-talk and um, just recentering with myself. That's good. Uh, And how did feeding go for you? Did you breastfeed? I did. I still am currently breastfeeding, but I'm still I'm supplementing some formula right now just because I want to slowly wean her off. Um, she'll actually be one here on Saturday. And my goal was to try to breastfeed for a year, but I also didn't want to put pressure on myself in case I couldn't breastfeed. But I would say the first, um, she latched great at the hospital. And then uh, once we got home, anytime she would cry, we'd kind of give her the a pacifier to soothe her. And then when it got time for me to breastfeed her, sometimes she just wouldn't latch because she wasn't used to the shape or size of my nipple compared to the pacifier. So we had a nurse come in and kind of help me as well. And that first day back home, that first 24 hours back home, I didn't have any milk that came in. And that's one thing I wish I would have read about about, um, birth and pregnancy is I just expected that once the baby was here, your milk was just magically there. And so that first 24 hours, I was having a little bit of colostrum, but not enough. And so I had a nurse come in and a lactation nurse come in and help me kind of get my milk going and show me how to, for her to latch. And by day three, I believe she was good to go and had no issues after that. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So when you think about your pregnancy and as you were approaching birth, what would you say was your number one fear about birth? if any? Just the unknown, like like the unknown of how much pain I was going to be in or um, like what to expect. The epid- Like I just didn't know. I didn't read anything. I didn't uh, watch any videos. So, and having, and being a little bit of a control freak in some sense, just going, literally going in there and forcing myself to not have any expectation. That was very, very tough. But at the same time, I'm glad that I didn't do that because um, it ended up being even better than the, better than I expected. And I also didn't set myself up for any disappointment if it didn't go according to plan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would be one piece of advice that you would give a first-time mom headed towards labor? I would just say don't overthink anything. Your body is going to do what it's supposed to do. And your baby will come here in the way that they're supposed to come here whether that's um, vaginal birth or C-section. And um, yeah, I would just say don't overthink anything. I don't know if people are religious or not, but it's all in God's hands. Um, it's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. So, and you'll be okay. It's not, it's not, it's it's a very intense moment giving birth, but it's not a scary moment. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the piece of advice I would give to first-time moms that are about to have their babies. Mm-hmm. And um, lastly, what did you think was going to be the most difficult part postpartum and what actually turned out to be the biggest challenge? What I thought was going to be difficult postpartum was the physical of it, like the recovery and just all of that. But what actually ended up being more difficult was the emotional part of postpartum, the mental, all of it. That, I think, took a toll on me more so than I thought it was going to. And you just can't control your emotions. It just, you just cry at the drop of a hat or you're frustrated or you're sad or 
you know, that was probably the toughest for me was dealing with the emotional aspect of the postpartum. Mm -hmm. And at what point would you say that improved for you? I would say when she was probably about five or six months old, I would say it really improved for me and it got a lot better. Like even leaving the house, like I would have anxiety leaving the house and getting her dressed to leave or being in the car with her. Um, but yeah, now I'm just like, all right, we got to go get some groceries or yeah. get you dressed and let's head out. But <laughs> sure. in the, yeah, but in the beginning it was just, it was just scary. I don't, I don't know what it is. Everything was fine, but you just have this rush of emotion that just kind of takes over you. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I've definitely felt that. I think it's a pretty common feeling at the beginning. Yeah. And, and when you're going through it, you're like, oh, like what's wrong with me? There's like, no one understands how I'm feeling, but mm-hmm. when you, like when you when you really think about it, there's such a community of moms out there and everyone's so supportive. Like even when she was going through her eight months sleep regression, I think I just I, she's usually a good sleeper, but those two weeks it was it was rough. No one was sleeping in the house. And I reached out on Instagram just for tips on what to do and the outpour of support that I received what it just blew my mind. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. people and people, it's something that parents typically love talking about too so yeah you know you ask a parent a question or for advice they're like happily ready to (laughs) to lay it out so that's good yeah awesome well happy birthday to eliza coming up and thank you thank you (laughs) thanks so much for coming on to share your story of course thanks for having me i'm happy that i got to share share my story with your viewers 